Hello and welcome to another episode of the Municipal Securities Rulemaking Board's podcast. I'm your host, Leah Zarek, and today we will be discussing the board's commitment to investing in technology and data to advance market transparency. The board authorized this enterprise-wide migration of the EMMA website and related transparency systems to the cloud for fiscal year 2020. This is probably the biggest technological investment since the launch of EMMA a decade ago. That's Ron Diekman, a public representative on the board of directors of the MSRB. He's chair of the board's technology committee. I'd like to start with a discussion on the intersection of technology and regulation. I think if you're like me, when you picture a regulator, you think of a lawyer sitting at a desk writing a rule. But a modern regulator is probably equally, if not more, dependent on technology and the IT developers and data scientists and other professionals that build and maintain and optimize technology. So Ron, from your view on the board, how does technology advance the MSRB's mission and help us make a more fair and efficient market and protect issuers and investors and that public interest? Hi, Leah. Thanks. Well, the muni market sometimes gets a bad rap as being behind other capital markets on innovation and technology. But lately, we've seen the muni market embracing technology in all sorts of ways. Think about alternative trading systems, blockchain, and other applications. It's very important for the MSRB as a regulator to keep pace with that change. Technology really underpins every aspect of MSRB's work to safeguard the muni market. And here are some examples. Price transparency, which is available through our real-time trade reporting system, or RTRS. Centralized access to disclosure documents on our MO website. And online availability of the MSRB rulebook and rulemaking comment process. Dealers aren't required to have hard copies anymore. It's all available online. And webinars, virtual conferences, even this podcast are examples of virtual engagement with stakeholders, which are needed now more than ever in light of COVID. In 2017, the board completed a long-term strategic plan and recognized that technology was critical to our work. The plan commits to further evolve the EMMA website into a more comprehensive transparency platform that meets the needs of market participants and the public for accessing important information. We also want to optimize the use and dissemination of municipal market data to further support market transparency and inform our regulation. Thanks, Ron. You mentioned two really important strategic objectives that revolve around the website and technology and data. And it's the role of the technology committee that you're our chair to really oversee the MSRB's progress on these objectives related to tech and data. And the Technology Committee certainly was not around back in 1975 when the MSRB was first created. So how has the board's view of technology evolved over time leading up to the creation of this committee? Well, Leah, it's every board, regardless of business or industry's job, to future-proof their organizations. And in the 1990s, that may have looked something like investing in hardware like a microfiche machine. In 2008, that looked more like the investing in the development and launch of the EMMA website. Today, that means investing in cloud technology, machine learning, artificial intelligence, and the use of big data. So the board created our committee to assist the board in fulfilling its oversight responsibilities relating to the MSRB's technology strategy and significant technology initiatives, as well as our operations and technology risks. In recent years, a big part of our work as a committee has been to oversee the migration of the MSRB's market transparency systems to the cloud. So tell us a little bit more about that cloud migration. What prompted the board to pursue this journey to the cloud and where are we along that path? 
Well, the board commissioned an assessment to inform our decision about moving to the cloud. And factors that we really wanted to take a hard look at and consider were the costs of maintaining three redundant physical data centers, the security of our systems, since they're all interconnected on the internet, the reliability of our systems, which is critically important for our stakeholders to have availability all the time and access to our information, the capacity of our systems. Do we have scalability? What does it cost to expand the size and scope of our storage? And perhaps most compelling are the opportunities that we could leverage in the cloud, like keyword searchability of thousands of PDF documents that are stored on Emma that are not machine readable. So the board authorized this enterprise-wide migration of the Emma website and related transparency systems to the cloud for fiscal year 2020. This is probably the biggest technological investment since the launch of Emma a decade ago. And as of this recording, I can release the information that we are fully in the cloud on all of our Reg SCI systems, and users should realize and recognize an increased speed and reliability of those systems. This has been a huge success, speeding up performance of systems such as EMMA, all without disrupting availability of critical market data in the process. Our IT staff, who has worked tirelessly, including the entire Labor Day weekend at 18 hours a day, to make this happen, and they deserve major kudos for that. The cloud migration really opens the door for us for all of the upcoming strategic initiatives to modernize our systems and optimize market data to deliver greater value to market participants. Thanks, Ron. And I know all the IT staff who work so hard on this migration really appreciate the board's support and recognition for that heavy lift. You mentioned Reg SCI and how important our systems are to the overall integrity and functioning of the markets. And that's why they got this designation for being under regulation, securities, compliance, and integrity. So we get a lot of oversight from the Securities and Exchange Commission of our systems to make sure that they stay secure and up to date as part of that regulation. So thanks for mentioning the importance of that. You also talked about the value that we can deliver to market participants. And I think a big part of that has been getting insight into the needs and the pain points of our stakeholders. And that's where Jerry Ford comes in. Jerry chairs the MSRB's Stakeholder Engagement Committee. And now, Jerry, could you tell us a little bit about how engaging with our external stakeholders is helpful to inform the MSRB's technology investments? Sure, Leah, I'd be happy to. First of all, Ron, congratulations. The move to the cloud has been a great success and provides the platform we need to move forward. So the MSRB board members themselves are basically a microcosm of the market. We're made up of broker dealers, bank dealers, issuers, investors, MAs like myself, others like Ron, Donna Simonetti, who have retired from long careers in the market and bring extensive market knowledge. But that on its own is not enough. We supplement that board perspective with the active engagement of our external stakeholders, including forming advisory groups. And we've had several of those over the last few years. Going back to February, we sought volunteers for what we termed a market transparency advisory group. It turned out to be the most competitive advisory group ever in terms of people who wanting to get on and serve. It has, a, it has 13 market professionals. They represent a broad and diverse cross-section of the industry. They are issuers. They are investors. They are technology companies. They're broker-dealers. It's a great group of people, and we ask a lot of them over the summer months. They've had in-depth individual interviews. They've done virtual workshops, beta testing of prototypes, 
in our new Emma Labs collaboration platform, and we've gained a tremendous amount of insight from them that will inform the board's thinking going forward. It's just been a tremendous success. Thank you, Jerry. And maybe you could tell us a little bit about a few of the takeaways from this market transparency advisory group that really stood out to you. Sure. There were four big themes that emerged from how we could modernize our systems and data to advance our mission of market transparency and to serve the information and data needs of our market participants. First of all is market data. That is the basic building block of market transparency. It is crucial. So the job ahead of us is to catch data at the source when it first comes to us and then improve that data quality by cleansing it, organizing it, indexing it in meaningful and helpful ways. And it's a huge task, but one we have to get right in order to deliver on our second theme, and that is providing market insights. How can we empower market participants to slice and dice and analyze that data to inform their decision-making and to make the market more transparent overall? And then thirdly is market regulation. Ron talked a little bit about our evolution from a pure rulemaking board to an organization dependent on technology. Our market regs and historical rulemaking record and the ever-growing body of interpretive guidance and compliance resources are another kind of data that we're responsible for maintaining and making accessible to the market, leveraging technology to make our rulebook more intuitive, more searchable. And cross-linked is of particular important to our regulated entities who have to understand and comply with those rules. Right now, it's a challenging task to get through all of that information. This will help make that information more readily available and accessible. And then finally, the final theme is market innovation. The market is changing so rapidly. The MSRB must be a future-focused regulator. We cannot stand still. We cannot look to the past. That means exploring cloud-based technologies and industry collaboration as force multipliers to take us beyond what might be possible today. Maybe that will allow us to create a smart filing tool to take the guesswork out of uploading, categorizing, associating required disclosures with QCIP numbers. The possibilities for innovation are endless. That's so, so true. And you mentioned briefly our collaboration platform, Emma Labs. And when can our stakeholders sort of begin to see some of these innovations and the result of this collaboration in action? I'm glad you asked because Emma Labs is already up and running. It's been going through beta testing. We as board members have been playing with it. Our market transparency advisory group have been in there providing updates and information for us. This is the new platform where our stakeholders will be able to join forces with us to create and test innovative functions and features and preliminary concepts that could eventually make their way into the EMA website. Right now, that access is limited to the folks I just told you about, but expect opportunities to broaden so that we include more stakeholders as prototypes progress. Absolutely. Thank you, Jerry. And as we're on this journey to the cloud and we're developing these prototypes and getting all this feedback from our stakeholders to see what might ultimately bring value to the market, we certainly have to recognize that this does come with a price tag. So here to talk about the specifics of this investment is Kemp Lewis, chair of the board's finance committee. So Kemp, could you tell us a little bit about the MSRB's investment in modernizing our technology systems? Absolutely. First, the board takes financial stewardship very, very seriously. 
we budget to reflect our strategic priorities. And technology is among the largest components of the expense budget for the organization. And that's just to achieve the baseline support of corporate IT and market transparency systems. Beyond that, the board designated a portion of its reserves to assess and then undertake the migration to the cloud at a cost of about $8.5 million. Separately, in July of this year, the board designated $10 million of additional reserves for a multi-year strategic investment to modernize its market transparency systems to leverage the power of the cloud. And part of that ongoing effort to responsibly manage MSRB reserves and set up the organization and the market of the future. Thank you, Kemp. Certainly a major investment for the organization. And it's interesting, all three of our board members who joined us on the podcast today certainly share an enthusiasm for technology and for what the future of our organization will look like and what the future of our market will look like. But you have something else in common, don't you? All three of you are graduating seniors on our board. Your terms are coming to an end as of September 30th of 2020. So maybe, Kemp, you could just take a few minutes here to tell us what you've learned in your four years on the board and what you hope the future holds for the organization and for our market. It has been a fantastic experience. When I joined the MSRB's board of directors, my mental image of the organization was of a board who met about once a month to fine-tune the rules governing the municipal bond market. As I grew to understand the organization, it occurred to me that the MSRB is really misnamed. The Municipal Securities Rulemaking Board is much more than just a board. It's really a company with over 100 employees whose work supports the efficient functioning of the municipal bond market. And the functions of the MSRB are much broader than rulemaking. The MSRB has evolved into a technology company collecting and disseminating information on every trade and every piece of primary and secondary market disclosure. The future of the MSRB is technology. Now that we've moved all of our trading and disclosure systems onto the cloud, on time, and on budget, thank you, Ron, we can begin the critical process of continual improvements improving how we provide information on orders and transactions so that trends and relationships can be analyzed more quickly and more deeply will increase the price transparency and efficiency of the municipal bond market. And improving how disclosure information is collected and analyzed, allowing for more efficient searches and providing a platform for analyzing disclosure information in new ways that today we can only begin to imagine. That leap from official statements being stored on microfiche when I started in the business to where we are today with a central storage platform that can be quickly accessed from anywhere, that leap will be eclipsed in the coming decades by the use of technology to analyze and compare disclosure information in exciting new ways. The future of the MSRB as the central repository of all information in the municipal bond market is an improving our technology systems to support the increased efficiency of the almost $4 trillion market that funds most of the public infrastructure of this country. That is the critical mission of the board and its future. Thank you, Kemp. That really is a beautiful statement about where the market is going and where we've come from and all that lies ahead. And Jerry, you actually sat in Kemp's seat as chair of the Finance Committee last year, and then this year you led the brand new Stakeholder Engagement Committee. So what are some of your reflections from your term of board service? Thanks, Leah. In some ways, it's hard to see it in. In other ways, it's a relief. But I believe that most people who are fortunate enough to serve on the MSRB come to the table with a certain level of confidence with regard to their knowledge about the muni industry. 
many of us have arrived viewing the MSRB as an organization that's focused primarily on creating and expanding the regulatory framework within which the securities industry operates. Shortly after arriving, we realized that we were somewhat wrong on both counts. It doesn't take us long to figure out that whatever our individual area of expertise, no matter how deep our knowledge, that expertise is also far narrower than that of the market as a whole. In bringing together so many individuals with deep wells of knowledge that overlap, complement, and sometimes complement uncomfortably, it's bringing that together that produces a dynamic that's challenging, it's exciting, and it's productive. If you have any degree of introspection, I believe that you realize that you have far more to learn about our industry than you already know. Yes, we are a regulator, but regulation is but one of several tools necessary to achieve a broader purpose. That broader purpose centered around the mandate that Congress established for us in 1975 after the New York crisis, and that is to promote just and equitable principles of trade, foster cooperation and coordination among market participants, remove impediments to perfect the mechanism of a free and open muni market, and in general, to protect the public interest. And that brings us back to our stakeholders. As chair of finance, I had the privilege of participating in our stakeholder listening tour last year. I think I was on the road 13 different times listening to various stakeholders. They're a broad collection of entities and individuals. They have differing and often somewhat competing priorities and perspectives. So as I said, I had a broad opportunity to hear stakeholders talk about the importance of leading with data in a rapidly changing marketplace. It's a large part of the reason I chose stakeholders as my main focus in my final year. The goal is not unnecessary regulatory expansion. It's to make this market increasingly more fair, efficient, and transparent for all involved. That can only happen if data is a key priority. Thank you, Jerry. And I think our experience this year and hearing from the Market Transparency Advisory Group and so many of our stakeholders from different corners of the market, not able to agree on everything, but often that coming right back home to data is a common theme we hear over and over. So Ron, as we're kind of wrapping up our discussion today on the intersection of technology and regulation, what are some of your reflections from your tenure on the board? Well, yeah, first off, as you know, our last two board meetings have been virtual and listening to Kemp and Jerry speak makes me realize how much I'm going to miss these guys. It's sad that we aren't going to be able to shake hands or at least see each other one more time. But looking back over the past few years, the municipal market has evolved and changed, and the board has exhibited the flexibility and its approach to oversight and regulating to go along with those changes. But the board's commitment to protecting investors, issuers, other governmental entities has not wavered as Jerry was pointing out. And during my time on the board, the composition of the board changes every year as terms expire and new people join the board. But what's impressed me the most, Lee, is the way new members come right onto the board and they meld right in and begin contributing immediately. And the atmosphere on the board, though misunderstood by many outside the board, is one of respect where professional courtesies toward the individual opinions creates the atmosphere that is necessary for the board to function properly. This is made possible because the members of the board are prominent people in the industry that have the respect of their respective sections of the industry from which they come. And they are people of very high integrity and very excellent long-term vision. As members, they represent the public, investors, both retail and professional, issuers, municipal advisors, broker-dealers, and banks. And they all have specific expertise when brought together 
creates a tremendous synergism. For the last two years, as you mentioned, I've served on the technology committee and I've been its chair this year. The migration to the cloud was crucial for several reasons. Number one, in IT, legacy systems become outdated at an ever-increasing rate as technology advances at lightning speed. And ongoing system modernization is necessary as software and systems and hardware become outdated. Being in the cloud just makes sense when moving forward on both initiatives. Being part of the migration, even if it was only from an Overwatch position on my part, has been a great source of pride for myself and for the committee. And lastly, I would close by saying that it's hard to be part of an organization over a few years span without developing a few friendships. And I hope that as I move through my senior years, which I'm in right now, that my path will once again cross with those of my former colleagues. Thank you, Ron. And I'd like to extend a special thank you to all three of our guests on today's podcast. Ron, Jerry, Kemp, you will certainly be missed by the staff and by your fellow remaining board members. As listeners may have heard in our last podcast episode, which was on board governance, a fellow member of your senior class on the board, Bob Brown, led a special committee that established shovel governance enhancements, which include strict term limits for board service. So I'm afraid this truly is farewell, no extending of terms anymore. So on behalf of my colleagues at the staff, thank you all for your service on the board and your dedication to technological advancement at the MSRB. Please, everyone, stay tuned. Our next podcast will feature staff from the MSRB who will take a deeper dive into the initiatives that we discussed today, including Emma Labs, and they'll explain some of the benefits as well as some of the hurdles that we expect to face along this exciting journey. Thank you. Have you tried out MuniEd Pro? The online platform created by the MSRB offers easy-to-access, free education for municipal securities professionals. Complete your continuing education and compliance training requirements with timely content direct from the regulators themselves. All for free, all from your home office. Visit MuniEd Pro today. The information provided in this MSRB podcast is intended for educational purposes only and provides a general overview of the subject matter. The content of the podcast is not intended to provide and does not constitute legal, investment, tax, business, or other advice, and is not an MSRB rule or an amendment to or an interpretation to any MSRB rule. Compliance with conduct recommended in the podcast does not mean that a firm or individual has complied fully with obligations under the MSRB rules, other self-regulatory rules, or laws or regulations. The MSRB podcasts are the sole property of the MSRB. You may access and download the MSRB podcast only for educational, non-commercial use. You may not reproduce them in whole or in part in any form or reference them in any publication without the MSRB's prior written consent. Copyright 2020, the Municipal Securities Rulemaking Board, all rights reserved. Thank you for listening to the MSRB podcast.